0: Are you ready?
1: Yeah.
0: I think there's a mouse in here. Did a mouse get in? Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance, John Pecklin Podcast, beautiful downtown Portland. Come over the bridge, go through what's of lights, start looking left. Uh, like and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the bell. Uh, tell your friends, your neighbors. Do we have neighbors anymore? Does anyone have neighbors out there? We're here with M- Ed Masenti. Mick Jagger does. Hey a repeat a repeat offender yes ed was here when we started this whole thing number six there were no cameras we never saw you so now we get to, we get to take in the entire experience they just heard it now they can see it and hear it at the same time
1: that's not a good thing
0: now, well hey it's too late now it's, it's already happening yeah it's already i happening. got
1: roped into this
0: hey, Amen. um i got roped into life I mean, whatever. Don't we all? Yeah. I mean, you know, at some point. All right. So, Ed, is, uh, have you been here the longest? Of all yes. the teachers here? Yes. At Connecticut Valley?
1: 25 years as of wow. Mayish.
0: Wow. 25 years of teaching guitar here at Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance in beautiful downtown Portland. Come over the bridge, go through one set of and look left. That's we got to fit that all on the sign now. That's the name of our place. <laughs> That's what we're called. So, how did it all... Were you the only teacher? You and Dave. That's it. Mm,
1: Probably no, no. You had Greg Wilkes on sax and okay. yeah, I remember him. Um, Nancy. Nancy Peter Cudareidis was doing okay. drums and vibes. Oh yeah, and I don't know who was doing piano.
0: But you were in the first wave.
1: No, actually, I took Michael Clary's job.
0: Oh wow. How did you uh, how did you find here? How did you how did this happen?
1: The short story is um, I was collecting unemployment, came in to buy some strings, and Dave said uh, Dave heard me through the grapevine that I had taught at Rivers Music oh, okay. in the eighties for about three years, and he said uh, you feel like teaching, and because Michael Clary, his wife said that, this is what Dave told me. Sure. His wife said, means uh, it's a lie. we have a kid coming, and you have to get a real job now, so you can't just play gigs and uh, teach.
0: Oh, this is what Michael Cleary's wife said. He, that's what Dave said to me. Yeah. Hey, okay.
1: So, sorry, Mike. Oh.
0: <laughs> so
1: he started me with three students on a Thursday night.
0: Hey, Amen. Nothing wrong with that.
1: See how it worked out. Yeah. And uh, built it up from there.
0: Mm-hmm. And Michael Cleary went and got a real job. Yes, had, he had did. A kid.
1: Working for, where was he working, Dave. The music, the music people, people. Oh, that selling uh, equipment.
0: Sure. That, that's a real job. Ed, Ed Corvo. With Ed. With Ed. Smiling Ed Corvo. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what we call I know him Ed. Ed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we call him Smiling Ed because he, he smiled, but he doesn't create smiles on other people.
1: Oh. You know what I mean? Like he's. When I was out in California, he was uh, out there at the Guitar Center. Is that right? Yeah.
0: What, when? Back in
1: this was uh, late 80s, early 90s. Eddie was
0: out there? I didn't even know that.
1: Yeah. Really? Oh, no. I'm oh, sorry. I'm thinking of Ed Terrio.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. Who's Ed Terrio? Doesn't matter. Another guy. Ontario. Another okay. Ed. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I didn't think Ed Corvo was out there. That would be heavy. Wow.
1: You're talking about the bass player.
0: Yeah, the bass player. Yeah.
1: Brothers, drums. Yep. Yeah, I don't yep. know them.
0: Okay, never mind. So no, actually,
1: you and I jammed with him once. We did? Dave did something at the library, and we played Sissy Strut.
0: Oh, okay. Sure. I believe you. Yeah. Yep. I don't remember. No. Sounds like that could have happened. It did. It could have happened.
1: Um, Dave set it up. It was one of his grandmaster plans, like tonight.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, hey, man.
1: <laughs> Are you going to tell everybody why I'm doing a second one here tonight? I did, didn't I? No. Why? Because well, your guest didn't show up on oh, Tuesday. Yeah, because we
0: got, yeah, we got, we had a. We had a, a mishap on Tuesday. Yeah, and but Bruce you know, Springsteen
1: was supposed to be here. Bruce
0: Springsteen himself was supposed to be. Yeah. Here. Um. But uh, that's okay because you were. So anyway, th- none of this is important. But <laughs> exactly, I have the We can do repeats now. I have done a few because yeah. it's we've been around for yeah. years. So I figure you know whenever I go, we'll come back. We're back. So yeah, and you. And we Specialist. even said
1: something at the end of the first one. We said we're going to have to do... I don't want to do it tonight. I'd like right. to make some notes. But we said we were going to do something like stupid stuff that happens at gigs and rehearsals.
0: So let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do it. Mm. Why not? Okay. All right, well, Wing so, it. So that's why... But Because anyway, I have nothing to say. But then we also... You're here because it's time for a repeat anyway. So mm-hmm. I, it was, was going to happen. It was going to happen anyway. You're, it's not... That much of have concept. you been interviewed
1: yet? Yep. Who did you? Dave. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah maybe I'll do a repeat. I hey, didn't. Hey, <laughs> hey,
0: see what happened in a year. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, no, I was I was one time because someone didn't show up. Yeah. And then I thought, well, let's just get this over with. And, and then that way we don't have to wonder. You're getting
1: good at this talking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I talk quite often. Yeah. You know, I used to be a mime. Oh, yeah, yeah, for a while, and I didn't talk at all. Were you around when I was nonverbal? I would come in and be trapped in a box, and then I would run against the wind, and that was it. I didn't have any other <laughs> i there was I took two mime classes. that was it. I would come in with a fake bouquet of flowers and and that and that, you know I couldn't communicate effectively, so I started speaking again.
1: I see yeah, yeah
0: um but Ed's been around uh been uh, you know around and back, I mean. We could recap some of your history if you want, in case people didn't hear well, the first one.
1: we kind of touched on the beginning a lot, yeah, and we left out the Hollywood period. I'd like to talk about that on the third one.
0: No, this is the third. No, no
1: it's the second. All right. Because oh, so, I can name drop a lot and yeah, stuff like that, but well, I would need some notes because there was no, just okay. so many things that happened. And, so
0: you didn't even want to do the second one. You're already planning the third one. I yeah, see how you operate. That's fine.
1: No, I wanted to do a planned one.
0: Oh, you want to take a minute? Uh,
1: here, I need more, more than that. <laughs> Collect yourself. I'll just play this for
0: a minute. You'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember." Well, here, this one is better. Maybe oh, I like that. That's better to think to.
1: Oh baby. Yeah. Tonight's do the them night. Do both
0: at the same time. Oh, you can actually do that. I just did that.
2: Was that the first time?
0: Yeah, maybe, yeah. I might have done it accidentally before. Um. Well, you know, I mean, tell us. What do you
1: have in your ears? Are you hearing us? Yep. Without wearing headphones? No, I,
0: I put on something else entirely.
1: Got uh, oh, you got in ears? Yeah, they're just. They're I just see
0: earbuds. They're not, I just because I want everyone to see your new haircut. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want headphones on. You know. Um,
1: I just got one last night.
0: Yeah, there you go. See.
1: See, we can talk about boring stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? In anticipation
0: of this Yeah I got a haircut just for the gig Yeah Ed, Ed got a haircut just for this Yeah that's cool That's cool um, Summer cut Yeah Oh yeah. I do it I do it Yeah I just have to start over Ask Hair- him about the Edmascenti group The Edmascenti group Yes Oh a law firm I've heard about them <laughs> Imagine Edmascenti group <laughs> And
1: associates
0: Yeah and associates Yeah <laughs> when
1: does that never show up
0: Yeah Yeah What's up with that Yeah What What's up with that Help they never up. show up, so there's oh, nothing. Oh, they up. never show up. Oh, okay. <laughs> no associates. Oh.
1: Um, what's up with that? Let's see. Uh, we went in uh, Coffeehouse Studios. Um, I think it was February. Sure. And laid bed tracks down for uh, four songs for my album. Um. And now I have to add parts on there. I've been writing horn parts. Like
0: Brian May, like. Or guitar orchestra, yeah, yeah, why not? yeah. Why not? and
1: I've been writing uh horn parts and thinking about uh this section needs organ on the pre chorus and this needs this and that. <clears throat> so, uh, over the course of the next probably till the end of the year, I'll be overdubbing. You know, I was going to record a whole out al- 10 song album and we got four tracks done. And I, th- I what do you think, John? The These days, people aren't really putting out an album, you know? They're doing singles, and then maybe after they do three, four, yeah, then five even, then they'll put out an album. Is that the way things are going now? I guess. I don't really I'm know. trying to figure out how to do this. It would certainly would save money. Yeah,
0: I don't really know.
1: Which is a big issue.
0: Sure. I don't know. I don't know.
1: What do you think? You think that'd be the way to go? What? Every few months, maybe just finish one? I mean, and then yeah, release uh, that. To
0: be completely, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, I don't know how much of a bummer to be, but yeah, I would just release a song and just put it on YouTube.
1: People yeah, will hear it. Yeah, I, mean, I have an, just, an idea for the first video. You know, which will cost basically nothing. Yeah, but it'll be something. It'll be a video to go with the song.
0: Yeah, or or not even. But I mean, nowadays they just you could put a still photo and just cause that's right like listen to music. Right. You just listen to a song at a time, and then eventually you can create a YouTube playlist. That's the whole album when you finish.
1: Right. That's you, you, kind you of what I decided time. to do. Why not? The original plan was, you know, finish the 10 songs, put the whole thing out, sure. have an album release party. Sure, and, sure. But um, with the way things are going these days, I don't know, it's like almost too much information right away for the the mindset of, yeah. of the day. yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it would certainly make it easier yeah. to concentrate on one tune. Yeah. So there's four bed tracks done. So that's something I've been I po- pondering.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's good. I'm making it up. Did I tell you I'm making it up. No. I'm making what are you doing? Up. All dulcimer. All dulcimer. Dulcimer, uh, you know, because I started playing that thing. That's right. I, I remember I, that. I bought a digital recorder. That's four. I can do more than four tracks, but I'm trying to just keep it to four tracks. And there's microphones in them. The machine is like, th- it's like this big. Okay. Mic placement, one take, one track, maybe four parts. That's it. No punches, no edits, no flying stuff in. I wanted to get traffic noises. I had to stand out in my yard and time it when a car came by. Sure. To get it, you know, and that's it just gonna record straight no effects nothing just where the mic because it's just acoustic instruments right i got a couple of dulcimers i'm gonna buy a mandolin i have a pump organ nice. i record a glockenspiel just anything nothing plugged in i have an acoustic bass acoustic guitar bass that's it everything just recorded with these microphones and it sounds pretty the mic sound good so there's
1: gonna be like four instruments at a time yeah. on the song yeah okay that's it uh, you know and you've got something to mix this down on
0: yeah, you just yeah you can you can mix it down internally. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's like uh,
1: how much did that cost?
0: It was like two hundred fifty bucks. Wow. Yeah, but it's like you can you can actually record infinite amount of however much memory you can. I discovered. that. Mm-hmm. You remember in the old days we used to, you would have a four track recorder, right? And you could mix down three to one. That's right. But not even stereo. You you would have to make it right, better. and then you could. This, you can mix all four down to a virtual stereo track. Wow. And then just keep, you, so you could do infinite. But I'm trying to keep it to just four, because I can't even think of more than four parts anyway. I'm just like... Just,
1: well, that's all it needs. That's it. Yeah.
0: Especially for this, I'm just, you know, I'm learning one song at a time, and I'm not uh, good enough that when I learn to play it, I practice it over and over till I can just run it down. So
1: these are cover songs?
0: A little of both. I wrote a couple... Okay. Well, just ditties. They're they're like sure. You know nothing spectacular. A lament. Yeah, a, a, yeah. A little. You know. A little. Little ditty. And a sonata. I'm just gonna keep going until I end up with 10, ten of them. Some covers, some originals, whatever.
1: You said pipe organ and all that. Are you gonna do something maybe a little strange like uh like Tom Waits got into like I don't know. Um, swordfish and trombones and you, you know, the, know that kind of stuff? You
0: never know. I don't know where it's gonna go.
1: No vocals. No. Okay.
0: No. No, I don't think so. Wow. But I, I need another instrument to play melody. So I, I'm i like, well, I'll get a mandolin and just learn, you know, Yeah. melody parts, and that'll be.
1: You know what's good. cool? Uh, I had a mandola once. Mm. You know what that is? Yeah, I
0: think so. Tell me. What, what? Like, what's the.
1: I don't know what the real ones look like, but what a guy did is he took an acoustic guitar. Yeah. And he made a mandola out of it, so the body was an acoustic guitar, oh okay, and it's imagine a twelve string, so there's two strings together, yeah, yeah. close together, yeah. but there's only four there's four double strings, yeah, yeah, and it's uh
0: like a giant mandolin
1: kind of. yeah, yeah, I guess that's what it is i don't I know there's different tuning for it though. It's almost like that—the cool. the vibe of the tuning. I played you a track once that yeah. I did with it. Yeah, the yeah. vibe of the tuning—if you go with standard tuning, you only need one or two fingers too. But that's right.
0: right. I'm not much of a player. Right. So that's, yeah. Yeah.
1: And I played it for you, and it it, it has that vibe of um, um. What's the third song on Zeppelin Four?
0: Going to California. No,
1: first side. Uh, uh, Stairway to Heaven. Right before that.
0: Uh, the
1: one the girl sings with him. Oh, Battle of Evermore. Yeah, it's got that sort of vibe to it.
0: Okay, yeah, that's cool. Which
1: kind of fits yeah, in yeah, the yeah, yeah, the whole dulcimer yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. might want to look into that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I could. Yeah, I'm get, if I run across any instrument. Because
1: it's a bigger body than having the uh, yeah. the mandolin, yeah, tiny, so tiny, tiny sound, yeah, maybe and, will. Maybe. and also for your fingers too.
0: Yeah, maybe I'll f- look for one. You can find anything. On yeah, reverb. maybe somebody has one. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I have an auto harp I'm going to tune. It's going to take a month, but I have one. I'm going to try and tune
1: it. Ooh, wow.
0: Strum on that a little.
2: Yes.
1: How about regular harp? This harp. I'll
0: tell you what, I saw, oh, you know what? I saw that's acoustic. a harp the other day. Oh. I was like, ooh, now we're, now we're talking, but that's crazy.
1: Imagine See, I that. like this talking about you. So, uh, how was it when you. Uh...
0: Hammer dulcimer. That's going to be next. That's going to be crazy, though. Oh. Next, next pandemic. Like, I started this when we were on lockdown because I had time. Right. But hammer dulcimer is a whole other thing that's going to take a whole. I have to wait. For Why that. do they
1: call it ha- hammer dulcimer?
0: Because you play it with not hammers, but it's, you, don't, it's, it's like, you know what it is? It's like a, a piano uh, inside out. It's like a soundboard, the strings, and you play it with these little mallets. Oh.
1: You hit the string itself? Mm hmm. So uh, it's, are the mallets metal? Okay.
0: They're like, they're like chaffs of wheat. They're really? Like, yeah. It's it's a beautiful sound. It's really cool, and the the way that the bridge is, it's it, it tunes. It's weird, but guys tear that thing up. It's a beautiful sound. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that'll be someday, someday.
1: And harp too,
0: and yeah, why not?
1: Mouth harp. Yeah, why not? It's acoustic. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I might,
0: I might. Yep, yep. I got Christino, He's gonna come. Maybe you could play. Anyone. He plays uh, mandolin and banjo, and I, I told him a couple of standard, you know, kind of bluegrassy tunes. Learn this. Hmm. You know, we'll go around, and then you take the solo and we are you know, okay, we're going to work on it. Wow. Fun.
1: That sounds cool.
0: I kind of like the idea of me making something where I don't play drums at all. Okay. Like no drums. Right. It's like I made this on the set completely instruments that I don't play and see what it sounds like. It'll yeah, pro- it's an it'll experiment. Be terrible. It'll be It'll be awful. It'll be original. Because nobody's
1: doing it like that. I guess. The combination of the instruments.
0: Some of my favorite drummers are not drummers. So I'm looking at it like I'm not a guitar player, so it'll be different.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. So are you going to release this nobody's as a whole album, or yeah. are you going to do stream <laughs> one song so, at a know. time?
0: That's a good point. I don't know. I don't know. Probably one song at a time.
1: So, so I'm on the right track. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. Okay.
0: And that was cool. You ate up a bunch of time asking about me.
1: That yeah. Was so when you uh, did that Starlix video with Leo Nosatelli, oh, I mean, yeah. oh. what was it like meeting him?
0: Do you really want to know? Sure. I didn't tell this story? No. Oh my God, Do you want me to prep it? Yeah, it's nerve wracking. And I'll tell you my.
1: Okay. Oh, For man. anybody who doesn't know who Leo Nosatelli is, um, he was with the Meters. Um, they had their heyday in the mid 70s um, in New Orleans. They were like the premier New Orleans funk, which is sure. different than like disco funk or New York funk. And um, back in the day, even before you did the the video with him, yep. they had a thing called Starlicks. Mm-hmm. And it was for guitar players. And what yep. they would do is interview famous people. And they would kind of show you part of their technique and some licks and stuff like that. And you got to see the camera right on their fingers, and they would talk about sound and all that. And sure. a lot of famous people did that from Brian pre, May.
0: Pre, Pre-YouTube. Like
1: nowadays, right, right. And stuff. you'd buy the videotape, and you'd take yep. it home, and you could rewind it and watch it over and over because that's what guitar no. players wanted. Yep. Not one shot, and what did he play? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. catch it.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, they did Brian May, Robin Schrauer. They did a whole bunch of people, Brian Setzer and all that. So uh, this is a little... Late in the game, but Leo Nosatelli did one.
0: It was Rock House, a different company. Well, yeah, but But
1: basically it was Starlicks. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah, And um, John, somehow, they they were going to film this in Connecticut. Hmm. um, And Leo just needed a drummer to lay down a beat, stop and start when he would explain things. And uh, John got the gig. I did. And so tell us, how, how did oh, you get the gig, first of all? It was
0: nerve-wracking day, one of the most nerve-wracking days of my
1: life. Really?
0: I, yes. Okay, so. Because um, I saw
1: you after that, and you just said, like, yeah, it was no big deal. He just wanted me to play some funk beats. I was lying. Yeah, well, I guess. Well,
0: well, all right, so here's why it was weird. So, Vic.
1: Because he's an icon. He's an icon. And for anybody who doesn't know, Sissy Strutt. Yeah. No, pretty, yeah. yeah.
0: So, Vic Steffens. Uh, owns Horizon Music Group in West Haven. And so he it was his studio. And um, John McCarthy was, is the owner of Rock House Method. So it was his gig. And I knew him. And I guess they had Leo in town. He must have had Leo. And so, yeah, they just need a track without guitar so that he could play guitar over it when they film the actual thing. So they just basically oh. need, you know, and so I get a I get a phone call. It's Vic, you know, as these things usually happen, it's like a last-minute session. Vic calls me, and he goes, hey, can you play Sissy Strut? And I said, yeah, sure. He goes, can you play Sissy Strut tomorrow at 9 in the morning? <laughs> and I'm like, "I just, sure, I guess so. He's like, can you come down here at 9 and play Sissy Strut with Leo? With Leo. Uh, with Leo. Not, with, not up, recording up the meeting.
1: track, like you originally just said
0: he just that's what he told me okay so i just said okay so you want me to be there at nine be here at nine ready to play okay so i show up at nine and um i'm not a morning person and so i wear contacts normally so if i have to get up that early my eyes are burning i just put my glasses on and i go it's gonna be a glasses day because my eyes are bugging out and i had these back you know this is probably the would it be the 90s or the early... It was a long time the early, ago. The early Audis. Yeah. Knows, but but I had these big round spectacles. That was my thing. So I showed up with my glasses. And Leo's there. And was, so what are we doing? And they said, well, we're going to play... We just need a bed track. We need you to play Sissy Strut. W- with Leo's going to play bass. You're going to play drums. And then...
1: You're going to record it. We're going to record it. Yeah. Okay. He's going to overdub. So so wait a minute. Back yeah. up a little bit. So when did you know it was Leo from, you knew about the meters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When did you, Did he, were you told?
0: He told me, you know, he just said, can you play?
1: When the, he made the phone call? Yeah. Oh, so you knew then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: So, I, you know, I mean, I'm like.
1: So you show up.
0: I know how to play Sissy Strutt. Sure. So I'm like, all right. You know, it's Leo. And he was totally chill. So I'm like, I can handle this. But here's the thing is for whatever reason, the thing that made it nerve wracking, I don't know why Vic did this. I don't think he did it on purpose for me, but so in a typical studio, you have the control room and then there's glass, like just like you see in the movies and behind the glass is Mariah Carey, you know, know, however you picture it. The band. And so I went out into there and Leo was in the control room playing bass because he could run direct into the console. And Vic is there mixing, so I'm the only one out in the studio playing drums. But for some reason, Vic set the drums up so that my back was completely to the glass, <laughs> so I can't. You know, usually you you need to see, see the, it's the right contact, yeah. To see if you know if he's you, you know whatever, yeah. And also, when you're in the studio, you can't hear what they're saying. There's, right, there's silence unless they hit the talk back. So I'm like, do you okay? And he's like, you you could play sissy strutt, and I'm like, yeah, I I think so, you know, <laughs> I, sure, I think that I can. According to Leo of the Meters, I don't know, but right? We'll find out. So I sit down with my back completely. I have no idea. Maybe they even maybe I'm thinking it's a prank. Like they just left. Like they're gonna make them sit down and just, oh, just leave the room. You know? Okay. Out there, and okay, let's let's play. You know, I, maybe it was a click. I don't even remember. And you, and he played bass. Or Actually, he might have played guitar, and I played drums in an overdub. I don't remember how it went, but anyway. you know, Okay. Uh,
1: you know, I, I have that. I ordered it just on the stop on that note. Hey. There is no bass on the whole thing. Oh, okay. All right. He played guitar. Okay. Yeah.
0: But that wasn't the keeper. Like, they were right. keeping the drums. So. Right. <clears throat> but anyway. All right. Here we go. Yeah. I don't know. You know I'm playing. <laughs> and then we get through. No, we get done. You know. Boom. silence no talk back and i can't even you know like if at least if i could see like yeah cool you know right i'm like and i'm like
1: yeah you don't know uh, how you played
0: yeah and they nothing and then usually vic this is usually the way it is it's like you and then you kind of sense that there's something going on yeah you don't know if they're going to get this and they just say sounds great come on in okay. okay so we did i don't know <laughs> How many were. There
1: was a lot of little did, bits. Yeah, he just said, "Can you because he was demonstrating this, certain parts of his songs? Play something to this, play something to that." Yeah, it was probably so. No, re- what about the bits that he did? Did he? I don't remember. I'm did sorry. he rehearse those with yeah. you? Did he say, "Play something to this, and yeah, then yeah. we'll record it"? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Just, I want to do something that you know, bang, whatever. Right, and he'd play a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
1: Okay. Cool. And then he counted in and you do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I just tried my best. I mean, I you know how it is yeah i I have to and if you're anywhere even remotely the kind of musicians that we are the meters is a part of your thing yeah it's a huge you know yeah so i can switch into meters mode i can kind of you know it's like um it's like well i can play with you because i've played with you before yeah yeah yeah, sure that's a good way to put it you know what i mean i like that it's, it's like I kind of know where you're coming from. I'm not going to play heavy metal. It's sure. like, okay, I'm going to play meter style. But a white kid from uh, Wallingford ain't, right. ain't the dude from, I'm not Zigaboo from New Orleans. Right. I, I, you know. But I tried my best, and everybody seemed to be cool. You know, all right, man, you know, cool. All right, see you later. And I, I left. Wow. And I just thought, I don't know. And then Vic um, calls me the next day, and he goes, hey, man, you sounded great yesterday. Great job. He goes, uh, Leo loved you, and I said, really? He goes, he goes, yeah. He cracked me up. He goes, man. He goes, when that kid walked in with them coke bottle glasses <laughs> up on his face, I said, oh, <laughs> he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna play a lick. Well, that kid was pretty good, and that that. Wow. So, well, I would put that on my tombstone. That kid was pretty good. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> sure. That's great. So I, I just you know I uh, barely passed, and then, um, I. I I didn't forget about it, but I didn't pursue it. I told John, when am I ever going to see this? I don't know. And then years later on YouTube, I just happened to, you know, eventually you're like, let me find out who, who I, I exist. And I'm like, oh, damn, there's that thing. And there he is going, I won't, you know, won't play Sissy Strut now. Okay, roll the thing. And it's me playing. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, that's me. And he's like, kind of grooving to the track. Success. Yes. That's it. Yes. That, that was it. That's the only...
1: Oh, he was grooving to it. Because I again. rewound that a bunch of times listening hey, to what was going on.
0: But, again, not to blow smoke up my own, but, I mean, it. it okay, if he called me and said, uh, you know, Carrie uh, King from Slayers here, we need you. Sure. Come, I'd be like, I ain't that dude. No. I ain't that dude.
1: Wrong um, tool for the job.
0: Right. And not saying that I'm... I ain't Zigaboo,
1: and there's a lot right. of
0: cats that play that stuff better than I do. But I know the meter's lane enough, yeah, because I've played to meter's recordings as well. Of you also band,
1: have right? a, a reputation as being a funky drummer too. Hey, so, that's I what Leo mean,
0: Leo said that kid's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I guess. No, you do. I you do, did. I love because he's I, not
1: going to call just anybody. That's right, not no. like. Can you play rock beat number one? You know, and we're we're doing a rock thing, and we just need, you know, rock beat number one. Because a rock drummer could never play that stuff.
0: No. There's another layer to it, let me just say. Yeah. So is that Vic Steffens, who was the producer of that session, was my drum teacher when I was 11. Oh. So he created me.
1: Oh, so he knew what you were capable he of. Knows, he just didn't know if you knew knows, the song or not.
0: He knows me. Because he probably... When I was a little kid, I wanted to be him. He was the dude. He would come to my house and go, you know, good cheap trick is nice, but check this out, you know, or whatever. Wow. So, and so uh, uh, I don't particularly recall him bringing the meters, but anything funky, I mean, that's, he created me. So he knows what I'm capable of.
1: Did he ever turn you on to Purdy? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, sure. Wow.
1: So you found Purdy through him? Yeah. Probably, oh, yeah, wow. When I
0: was a kid, and I remember... Um,
1: but it, you heard Purdy without knowing it. Yeah. Like on radio stuff, Dad, because he, he's Probably. on so many, you know, sure. yeah, like, tracks.
0: But I remember, Vic, you know, at the time, it was it was Steely Dan time, and it was like, hey, Asia, okay, Steve, Dan. Uh, okay, okay. And Bernard, and you know, yeah. I learned all that stuff from him, because that was so, anyway, point being, he did call me and not somebody else, because he knew Peckman. I know sure. he's got part of this, because I... Gave it to him. Yeah. So it, it's not entirely... Like well, he's
1: trying to stretch you back in the day, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because, you know, why not? Yeah. You know, I, I'm curious. You know, you want to... I, I like... I like... but I also can play metal and punk rock and... you know sure. A lot of things. But I do like funky music. And I do feel like I'm good at it because I like it. I do like it. Right. I like it anyway. My parents were into R&B, too. So it wasn't just Vic. I grew up in a household of...
1: But the people out music. there and uh, Radioland sure. that don't know this, when we're talking meters funk, it's not what you think. Right. It's not right. it's disco not funk Brown. or James Brown funk. It's a very different kind of funk. And uh, see, not every drummer can play that stuff. Well, um, so obviously, I John, that I was played, good.
0: I don't think I played it better than anyone no. else in the world could have. I, I held my own...
1: Well, the whole point with that thing, too, is they didn't want Zigaboo in there doing a bunch of fills and off-time stuff. He was there to demonstrate licks, and he wanted just a a guide funk thing in back of him. And you know what I realized years later? And you did the right thing. You did not showboat.
0: No, no. Well, that's the other thing. Not to keep talking about Vic, but I was lucky. Maybe you had someone like this. But uh, when I met Vic, um, he, you know, to me, what Vic... Vic was a drummer, and he was on the scene when he started teaching me, and then he kind of retired from playing to become the producer guy. But to me, Vic is like Mick Fleetwood. That's who he is. Tasty, deep, total pocket, and when he does something, it's meaningful. Mm. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be like him. So it, it wasn't like, oh, you know, Neil Peart is not good, but I wanted to be like, and I would go see Vic play, and I was like, that's what I want to play like. Mm. No nonsense. Just laying it down, nice and fat and deep. And then when you do something, it supports the tune or it's meaningful. Mm. Like no wasted, no wasted uh, stuff. And mm. that's kind of what I like to do.
1: Well, that's what you've developed into.
0: Yeah, because of in a large part because of him. And then you know. I
1: now, just, have you been playing lately? You do, or just still de- really. DJing?
0: No, not really. Not really. I you know a couple of gigs here. Because I there. never
1: see you anymore. Like yeah. the 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 day you're here to teach, I'm gone by yeah, the yeah. time you get here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's been like years now that yeah. I haven't bumped into you. Oh, here we are. So um,
0: no, I'm not playing that much. Not really.
1: What if you uh? say, this is good. I can ask him on the air here. Um,
0: you don't even care about. You're just killing time so
1: you can go. Chris, no. You didn't even talk about. It. Oh. No, no, no. Okay. Um. This, this is why I called you a couple of weeks ago. We okay. played phone tag and we yeah. never spoke, but yeah. I was going to ask you because I know you're not playing. I know that whole situation. Sure. sure. getting old and stuff. Yeah. You're 55 now. Yeah. Right? I'm double, 65. Double nickels. Yeah. Um, Brian Caudill's playing with me. Okay. Yeah. But he plays a lot of gigs because he's got to support himself. Sure. Then that's what he does. I he's don't. Play- I'm
0: independently wealthy, so I don't have to support myself at all. He's, I just uh, sit in the counting house and just sit there all day. Anyway.
1: But out of the blue, if it happened twice or three times a year, yeah. and I needed somebody yeah. really bad, would you be into doing something like that? Yeah. Yeah, and it's not four-hour gigs. Yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. talk about the details yeah. later.
0: Yeah. We'll play all meters. Cause, uh, all meters
1: so. Neil, because uh, I told him that, I says well, he says, Brian's playing a lot, and what what, do you, what are we going to do if we we get something, a good offer, and, you know, and... I said, well, I can always call John. Ask
0: John on the podcast, he can't say no because it's on record.
1: And, and Neil loved that. He, he goes, oh, I'll play with John anytime. Right, and vice versa. Yeah, that's so yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and Dan's involved, Okay. Dan Hollenbeck. No,
0: uh, okay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Imagine. Wait, wait. Uh, no. No, 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 no. Anybody no, but no, him. That dude. No, no, no. Dan's awesome. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, he is. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. good to know.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I As of a little postscript, you ever do this years later? So I did ask Leo. I did because I never really learned Sissy Strut. I, I played it in we countless cover bands and played yeah close. Yeah. Because, you know, like, who cares? And I remember asking him, do you want me to play it exactly? And he goes, nah, nah yeah, just get in the pocket and play something. So I played some whack version, and then Years, I mean years later, I learned how it actually goes. Yeah. And I did not play that on the thing. No, So if I could go back in time, I would have actually, you know, it's... I know
1: what it is, yeah. yeah. But 99% of the drummers that play it don't play the original version. Including
0: me, until now.
1: And uh, Zigaboo doesn't either. Okay. So, because the actual original version is kind of, I don't care for it that much yeah it is what it is yeah. but it's kind of herky-jerky yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah yeah and uh maybe
0: unnecessarily syncopated
1: yeah yeah in a way yeah so most drummers i guess just say like well let me get some of that and then yeah, and, and, and they lay down of what i did yeah yeah, yeah.
0: i'm ashamed but now i look back and i go damn i should have I,
1: I don't should've. think he wanted that though maybe not because I mean, he wanted to keep everything said, straight hey, he said
0: hey kiddo learn the tune Okay. Right. Then I would have. Of course, there was. I don't even know if there was YouTube. What would I have done? I wonder. Record. Yeah. Somewhere.
1: I have to call somebody up now that has a CD or something. Yeah, I would have can Can out. you be down here and, oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. ten minutes?
0: Yeah. Leo's gonna kill me. <laughs> but uh, yeah.
1: I saw the original meters. Wow. Yeah. That's heavy. About twelve years ago wow. in New York, yeah. Yeah. and they yeah. came out. No announcement. No, this is the meters and yeah, yeah. none of that. And they came <laughs> out, and what they did was, for the first forty minutes, they tuned up. They just kept going from bits of songs to other songs, and when they finished all that, they said, "Okay, we're all warmed up now. We're gonna have our, start our first song." <laughs> it was great. <laughs> wow. How they were set up yeah. was, Leo and uh, George Porter were in the center. Yeah. yeah. And the drums and the keyboards were on either side. Yeah. So. Cool. I've done the, that. They'd talk to each other, and he would walk over to him, and he'd walk over to him oh, like, nice. this is what we're going to do next. Nice, nice. And then they'd come back to the center, and they'd talk again. They'd play some stuff, and then they kept doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. but you know, they were great.
0: I've done gigs. Like, I, do, I had a band that used to set up like that. Yeah. Like, keyboard and drums on the, either side. And the,
1: yeah. It's interesting, especially yeah. when you have a Hammond.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, we were, what we were trying to do back then was the, the vocalists in front if you get the drums out of the way, the uh. drums don't leak into the vocal mic. That was the oh. idea was kind of get a lane going. The sound man was like, Hey, why don't we, it was an idea. Cause you know, the snare drums always getting into the vocal
1: mic. Is that what happens?
0: Yeah. That's huh. why, that's why every, uh, that's why now sound men won and they put plexiglass around and yeah. case the drum. And that's why, because they find, I, I mean, I get it, but like you want to turn the lead vocal up and you're just, Turning the snare up with it. Because, really? Yeah, that's theoretically part of it. So that that's why you, every gig you see, they put the drummer in a dunk tank.
1: Have you played in one of those before?
0: Yep, it's terrible.
1: What's it like for you it's being terrible. on the other it's, side it's of that? It's
0: unbelievably loud. It's unbelievably
1: you're loud. You're loud. Your instrument?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're trapped in a plexiglass. It's, ah. it's, it's, so how do
1: you hear everybody else?
0: You 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 have them... Well, if, you have, if you're lucky enough to have in-ears, but when I first did that and it was a wedge, you have them turn everything up oh. in your wedge and you're completely deaf because inside that booth, it is so freaking loud. It's plexiglass. Wow. You hit the snare drum and it's like... Wow. So you're, you're trapped in it. I quit. Um, I used to play at uh, a casino. And I did that gig for years. Uh, five nights a week it would be sometimes you know just these little runs and I showed up same sound man everything's cool playing at the lounge everything's groovy and I show up for the first night of a run that I just did last month and there was a dunk tank and I'm like why new thing drums have to be in it and I'm like but it's me I just played here last month I'm yeah, like, I'm not the loud drummer doesn't matter it's corporate everybody's in uh. the dunk tank and I I said to the No no disrespect. I'm not going to name names. I said to the band leader, I quit. Mm -hmm. I'm not coming tomorrow night. Unless you're screwed, call someone else. I'm not not putting up with this. Yeah. Because it's too loud for me. It's too loud in there for me. Yeah. I can't hear anybody. It's no fun. And I'm not the one that made people leave because I play drums too loud. Right. Put that guy in a booth. Yeah. And let me... Do what I'm supposed to do. Like, I know what my job is. I'm not here to make people leave. I'm well, the sound man just stay. should have
1: said, like, well, I won't set it up for you. They
0: can't. But see, this is the thing about a casino. Oh. Uh, and he was cool. I mean, he knew, but he just goes, bro, it's my job. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I quit. That's going to be, be my last horrible. Day. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. Um, and I just said, I, I know I'm a little nuts, but I said, I want you to do me a favor. Because h- his thing. Nothing against the sound man. He doesn't care. But his job would be he would roam around the lounge with his decibel meter and go. Yeah. Because, you know, it takes one person to complain and then you got to pull the whole world down. So I, as a, just as a thing, I said, I know it doesn't matter because I quit. So I'll never see you again, but I'm just going to tell your management this. Give me your decibel reader and I'm going to show you how loud it is for me in here. Yeah. I'm an independent contractor, yeah. so I'm not union. You are jeopardizing my livelihood. Yeah, put me in this thing because it was like a i don't know, hundred and twenty. Just you know, I just, it just you see how loud this is for me. I can't sue you guys. What if I go deaf? I know I'm being ridiculous. Yeah, no one went deaf. But I'm like, what if I? You know, I'm like, nah, dude.
1: How do you deal with the subtleties playing? You and then, and then if don't. everything's and then, so loud, and then you don't. Yeah.
0: And the thing is, is like, dude, I've been playing this room for years. I'm not the problem.
2: But what,
1: what kind of music was that?
0: Uh, it just general, general G B, uh, you know R and B. Okay. Covers, you know.
1: The Mustang Sally yeah, band. The Mustang Sally kind of thing. Yeah, But sure. it was
0: not loud, and we were all pros. Yeah. All knew how to do the gig. But yeah. then you go to the, I'm gonna let you use your imagination. But there was, a, this casino, was you had to bring your own drums. Through hand truck. I mean, it was the worst gig ever. So I was just looking for an excuse to go. I'm out. It was a nightmare. So I did, you know, do all that. Load in from the parking garage that's a half a mile away. Of course. Three trips with your drums and set up.
1: And nobody's moving for you either. And,
0: and the security's stopping me every time I come in. I'm like, take a wild guess what's in here. Yeah. It's drums. Um, And so... um and then the but then the other casino there is no cage and there's backline, and that's the one you just walk yeah. in 15 minutes because they they built on all the bad examples that the other casino, okay you know so sure I, so i think their level i think i don't know how they're doing now because i've been there in years but the first casino their level of entertainment and you can attest to this i don't want to sound like a bunch of old guys but what happens is you have professionals like us that were doing the gig I know what my job is. I'm not there to call attention to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not a rock star. I'm here to keep people here drinking. And I'm here to attract people that are walking by to go, Oh, hey, man, maybe we'll check these guys out. Right. I'm not going to play too loud. Right. I don't want people to leave. I get it. But I think as the older cats like us started, the gigs got few and far between. They started bringing in dudes that think they're rock stars. Yeah. And they're all excited to play. The, and they're too loud. And yeah. all of a sudden... The hammer comes down. Ah uh, yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. You the the professionals kinda got and I'm just like, I don't wanna sound like a jerk, but you don't I don't need you to tell me how to do my job. I've been doing this job before you were here. Mm. You said that a sound man, dude, I was here before you.
2: Mm. Jeez, but
0: anyway. See, you got me to talk about myself again.
2: I did. And we're almost See out how of time.
0: I did that? Ooh. But yeah, that was the but yeah, the the dunk tank, not good. No bueno. Yeah. I get it. I know what Oh, know, of course you get it. Wind. Sure. Because and I I don't blame them. It's like a, because then, then they can turn the vocals cuz everything's separated now. And they can finally
1: mix like you're supposed to like in a studio almost. Sure. 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 So Nothing's I get bleeding. It. I get it. Yeah.
0: And then maybe nowadays uh, in the dunk tank if you have in-ears, you can it wouldn't be as loud, but I was in there with a wedge.
1: Oh. It was
0: aw- I was like this is illegal. Mm-hmm. I can't
1: yeah. I'm not going in there. Yeah, with in-ears is different. And
0: that gig was like four sets. I'm Ugh. like, dude, I ain't, I ain't doing this again. This is the, I can't, although I'm sure somebody, you know. You what know, did it pay? What do you think it paid? It's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, it was yeah. Five for four hours. Yeah, yeah. And dragging
1: your stuff through and the casino. The and, yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: but you could eat for free.
1: You know? Yeah. Um, a burger.
0: At the time, but I'm just, you know, in the dead of winter, back in the day, you had a gig Monday through Friday. Yeah. Or Monday through third, I think it was like an off night gig. So when those would come through, I would be... I played those with Neil. I used to play those with Neil. I mean, I'd take that gig. And then, you know, you kind of make some dough on the off nights. Yeah. Before, you know. So it was worth it at the time. but
1: And you were younger? I was younger. And you put up with it? Yep. Sure.
0: Yeah. And, you know, there was a slight novelty of, oh, yeah, I'm
1: playing... The casino, man. Yeah. And then yeah you you can, come and down yeah. and check it out.
0: Yeah, check it out. And then you realize you're competing with a buffet. And people are choosing the buffet, <laughs> then you're, you know, that's what happens. But that's, that's life in the big city, kids, you know? Yep. But, you know, I, but I've had great experiences playing there, too. But th- that was not one of them. That was, uh, that, yeah, that was one of the only gigs that I quit, like, on the spot. Hmm. like, I'm not doing this again. I got to look out for myself. I can't.
1: So you didn't go back the next night?
0: Nope. Nope, he got another drummer. Who was probably less of a pain in the ass than me and everybody was happier. And put up with it. Right. So that's fine.
1: And it was probably ten or fifteen years younger.
0: Right. And that's fine. And put up with it. Well, you know what? You know what it's like. You Mm -hmm. get too old Mm -hmm. and then it's just okay. We got someone else that
1: It's not a novelty anymore. That's fine. It's not worth all the, the crap that you have to do to get there.
0: Kinda. It's all right.
1: And nobody's helping. It'd be different if says, you know, let's try to do this and make yeah. everything right for everybody. Yeah. And it, No.
0: Well, no. I think things changed. As a matter of fact, I don't think that that, that uh, I don't think those people play there anymore. I don't think it lasted. Mm. So, but anyway. But yeah, that's what the, the dunk tank is all about. The, uh,
1: so that's what the you guys class. call it.
0: I, that's what I call mm. it. I just look at it and I go, drown me. Fill mm. it full of water. Fill it full of gin to the top. Let me die. I'm like, no, man. I I got it. I get it, but I. How about if I just don't play loud? Because I can. Right. I I can play quiet.
1: That would be the solution.
0: Yeah, I can actually. Yeah. You know, I can actually play. However, if I have to play loud, I'll play loud. Yeah. But like, if it's a quiet band, I'll play quiet. Yeah. How how would that be? But you know.
1: That's too easy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, we got 15 minutes. Um. What do you
1: mean? We got 15 minutes.
0: we We have 15 minutes left of this
1: why how long has it been going
0: it's been going for 45 minutes
1: oh we have to do an hour yeah we have to why who said i oh i say oh i thought corporate said
0: <laughs> yeah yeah corporate plexi over plexi. there yeah, yeah the plexiglass the guy yeah, yeah. behind the glass we should get glass we should get we should here imagine yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you're you're talking too loud
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah keep best uh people were
1: walking by
0: yeah, yeah 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 you were too loud for the people out there um most mind-blowing live show because i'm sure you've we've had this conversation this is a new question that okay people. sure um the show that you that some i'm sure for you there's got to be more than one but most memorable uh. live shows that you saw that blew your mind See,
1: oh this is the question yeah
0: this is the question yep.
1: you yeah me you know? Well, it, see. Uh, okay. When when you're at a level. All right. Not these. Is there two, an answer? Yes. Okay. <laughs> not these two bands. But that would be like asking me Beatles or Stones. Sure, sure. Okay. Can we go three maybe? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Can, I'm just, you know, okay. that,
0: that, that, in your mind. When
1: okay. You, that you... Okay. 17 years old. Uh, 10 or 12 rows up off of the floor mm-hmm. on the side. Yep. First seat over from the stage, 1975 physical graffiti tour at Madison Square Garden. Okay. Zeppelin. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Same year, 75. Sure. Later during that year, almost wintertime, almost at the end of the year, leaning on the stage... The Who's last tour with Keith Moon and your Pete Townsend, this far away from me. Oh my God! That's what I'm saying you—you want me to pick? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, when it's that level. Wow. Um, Doesn't get any. Jeff Beck, blow by blow, the first time he went out, all instrumental. Sure. Uh, Five six people from the stage. That's when it was general admission. You could walk up. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Where? So that um, that was good. That was. Five people from the stage that was in Boston. Oh wow! Uh, and then who's the drummer? Cozy Powell. Purdy.
0: What? Oh, that's awesome. Purdy
1: didn't play on the album. Blah blah oh. blah. But he did. He, the kid who played on the album was great, but <laughs> he was nineteen, English, and Beck says, he, oh. "He, I can't take him on the road. He's oh. a kid." Oh. So we're going to America. Who am I going to get? Now he had Wilbur Bascom on bass. Okay. And Wilbur sure. says, "What about Purdy?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, we can get him." Back, you know, back up. Really? Yeah, we can I've get him? Those two were a thing. Yeah. So he got him. So thir- it was like a Wednesday night That's in heavy. Boston and a f- Friday night, two days later, in New Haven. That one I wasn't close. Oh, but
0: boy. At the Coliseum? Yes. Oh, wow.
1: Yes. Um, That's heavy. But I remember going to school after the Boston one. I never one.
0: even knew Bernard played with
1: Jeff Beck. Oh, any, get um, any board tape. It's all on, yeah, from 75. And that's Bernard playing. Yeah, live. He did the whole tour. Check that out. Yeah. And then he went to Japan at the end. And uh, yeah, he did the whole tour. That's heavy. Yeah, there's pictures.
0: That's heavy. I did not know that.
1: That Oh, really? Wow. I didn't know who he was at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know?
0: But he was good. Oh, it was great. It was great. That's
1: Bernard Birdie. And he didn't play. The studio album's very, very syncopated. Sure. And all that. He played it like he just let it funk and swing more like yeah. the way he does. Yeah. He, yeah. He did his thing.
0: I was just listening. Do you know this one? This, you want to hear something funny. Um, I, I was going back over old records and I used to be, I used to have the, uh, the hair soundtrack of the movie, which was 1979.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Because I remember my parents took me to see it, and I was like, "Well, it's Wilbur on bass, and it's Bernard." No. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. So the whole album, but this is what's funny, and you know they did this whole album in a day. Because oh yeah, you know they're doing at some point in the show. There's all kinds of music. There's like one thing they're doing like a country, like a. And Bernard sounds, They sound you, They're just having fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but you're like you're hearing it, and you go. This is the most unfunky music in the world, and it sounds just as funky.
1: As really? Yeah, yeah, it's great. You're so too. it's the soundtrack to the movie? Yeah. yeah. Is it that I'll, one? I'll, I'll in my it, mind, I'm, I'm picturing like there's like a, a head on the front with no, green. No, and... that's the,
0: the, uh, the Broadway. Oh. The movie was different. but
1: Okay, anyway. I'll have to look it up.
0: But they're playing a country two-step and they're swinging it. But the way they...
1: Do you know who played drums in Broadway on that for years? Idris. Idris did. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yep. People don't know who we're talking about. Idris Muhammad, yep. another funky I read drummer.
0: That book. You loan me that book. It was yes. That, it was, I did not know all the things that he did. That book was huge.
1: Idris's book. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, you let me borrow it, and I was like, oh, okay. Now I know who this dude is.
1: And he played on a lot of the soul jazz stuff on Blue Note. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's why they said uh, even when Grant Good Green stuff. was going to do a live album at in New Jersey, and they said. Um, We need to keep the Blue Note sound because that's when everything was getting funkier from '67 into the '70s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they said, "Grant, you can't use your your gig drummer. We got to have Idris come in, and he played on the on the record. Oh, to give it more the live. Yeah, to give it more that Blue Note sound. Yeah, those two guys
0: helped invent the.
1: And both of these guys who who people don't know who we're talking about, they're not chop masters at all. Not, not close. Oh. But they'll make you feel good, and your body'll move. in the pocket that yep. they create That's what I'm saying. They, makes you want to play. Yeah,
0: they're playing country tunes. Anything on this hair on the soundtrack, and they're killing it, Bernard. So what?
1: You got me curious now. Yeah, so yeah. on this hair soundtrack, so there's a the song "Hair" and all yeah, that. Yeah, i heard. Yeah. It. Is there anything funky on there too? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Well, so I don't know. It's the, not all country. No, 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 no. The, so, they made this movie in 1979. Okay. So, they're a lot of slap bass. They're funking it up. Okay. It's, you know, it's funkier. Uh, it's, bad, so it's badass. It's
1: I'll play it. For Bernard me. and who was playing bass?
0: Wilbur. You just said him. Oh, Wilbur Bascom. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I've been trying to dig. It's hard to know because.
1: I'll do some clearly, research.
0: It's clearly Bernard. I mean, you. I, I,
1: oh, yeah. You can tell once yeah, you know his thing.
0: Yeah, I know it's Bernard. Then I'm like, "Who's this? Is this Chuck Rainey? Who is this?"
1: That's another great combo.
0: Right. So that was I thought Chuck who, Rainey and who Bernard. Would have, who would have, you know? You know how we nerds they go. So it's hard to you can have a better chance of finding out now with the internet. Yeah. But I'm just like, okay, it's 1979. Yeah. It's got to be New York
1: City. Yes.
0: So that is definitely Bernard, even though I could tell it's Bernard. I know that's Bernard, and I just go, well, who would be the bass player? Who would be Chuck Rainey? Who yes. Would be Maybe Jerry Jamot. I don't know what he was doing. Yes, that people
1: don't know. Jerry Jamot too. Yep, he was a little simpler. Yep. Um, and I found out that... Gordon Edwards. Well,
0: it's, it's Wilbur, I believe. This is the latest. It,
1: Gordon of, Edwards was doing a lot of stuff then, too. Sure. From the band Stuff. Yep. With Steve Gadd. Oh, yep. this stuff is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. It, it's not Steve Gadd. It's definitely Bernard.
1: Yep, you, okay. You, you
0: know, but... Um, I got to
1: research that now. You got me excited. Yeah, yeah. Buried Treasure. I'll
0: make you a copy of it. It's good. You know, this is
1: funny. On on my first podcast that we did, John, we were talking about buying a 45 when we were younger and listening to new music and stuff, and it's still the same thing excites me now. Yeah. You know, Buried Gold is out there that I want to find, you know, know, because we're we're groove junkies.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's always something. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope there always is. There will be. There is. Yeah, you just go back. Especially now, everything is there. It's easier. You can just, you know, you can go back and find it. I do that all the time. Yeah. I'm always trying to go back. And Wikipedia,
1: you can at least find out who's, you know, on the the album. Yep. Uh, Yep. Like, who did that trombone solo? And you just go on Wikipedia, and if, well, every single album isn't on there, but. You can find stuff. Likely. Yeah. Yeah. Likely to. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, you did it. You're almost done. Yeah?
0: Yeah, that was cool. Good, because I didn't want to talk about myself. Yeah, well, no, I thought that was fine. This, this is, is good. Well, this is what the second ones are supposed to be. Looser. Because we, if you... Okay, so if anybody wants to hear Ed's history, which was the first one of who... And what and where you could listen to that. This is more of a hang, we're just hanging out.
1: Yeah, this is how musicians talk. And
0: apparently, the third one is going to be the, whatever you
1: said it was. We're going uh, to do uh wait another year though. Stupid stuff that happens uh at gigs yeah, and yeah. at rehearsals, band stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. From a drummer perspective, from a guitar player's perspective. Oh boy. Yeah. 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 It's kind of one of those things. What you don't want to do when you're in a band. Oh. <laughs> Off of those,
0: yeah, Not huh? No, yeah, now no, you got me thinking.
1: Oh yeah, there's tons of stuff, and you know it's funny. Everybody does it. Every yeah. band does it.
0: Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, did you ever do this? I, 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 I'll just tell you one that that springs to mind when I think of some of the funniest things I ever saw. And this is what's funny because this is so out of character for him. But did you ever? You, you know? Do you know Ray Morant? you know Ray? Yes. All right.
1: We were playing. I, so, we're playing jammed something. with him once yeah, in an open yeah, mic. A great guitar player. Yes, he great. And he, he's short like funk,
0: me. Funky, okay. Funky guitar player. You know, not Mr. Metal guy. I remember we were playing somewhere. I don't know why he did this, but he out of the blue decided to do the old, sure, the Steve Vai whatever hula hoop, throw the guitar yep. over your shoulder. And <laughs> and he did that and completely just powdered his strat like he did that and it just went right into the floor and just went and t- it was in pieces.
1: And you saw that.
0: Yeah. I was just like, why would you even do that?
1: No strap lock. I mean,
0: he just, just no, you got to have strap lock. Yes. That. And he, but but it was not even characteristic of anything that we were doing. I think he was just, you know, trying to be funny. Oh, like, hey,
1: trying to be funny. Out. Oh, so you weren't playing that kind of music. No, that's what I and mean. He, and I'm he like, never did you, that before. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't part of his yeah. stick?
0: No, no. That's why I'm like, the one and only time he ever did that, <laughs> he destroyed his guitar.
1: It's <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Boy. We got four minutes. Make it a good one. What
1: happened? Oh, yeah, but that wasn't an accident. Um, well, I know. But we were filming, and, and there was... Oh, okay. You used to um, wh- do
0: that on purpose, I'm sure.
1: You no, actually, that. I didn't do any of that in okay. the metal days. No. Yeah. Everybody was doing it, so... Yeah, sure. He's talking about uh, a Saddle Tramp video of me appeared this past week on on YouTube. Oh, and uh, we are... Which li- we'll have a link to. We're, we're lip syncing... To the studio demo sure. and the first part of the song was acoustic with harp and he's singing sure no drums yet anything so when we went to do the lip sync i'm like okay and it wasn't an edit thing it was a live call yeah, shot sure, sure, sure. so i have the telecaster strapped on but it's in back of me sure and then i'm holding the acoustic right right ready for the yeah ready yeah, for it and when it comes time i unhook the strap over i kind of turn sideways and I unhook the strap button and i throw it and i reach around and grab the electric and boom right. and, and it acoustic, kicks in the, really loud The
0: acoustic just goes to heaven you just yeah. throw it and it disappears like prince yeah
1: i didn't see that oh yeah yeah where did it go I don't know. When you threw the acoustic. Oh, we, we planned it. Somebody so caught someone, it. Yeah. yeah, somebody caught yeah. it. That's what I'm saying, David. It wasn't a big deal.
0: That's funny. Oh, they have a they have a thing. They're, do you ever see the, well, I mean, we got the While My Guitar Gently Weep solo. Did you ever see that? With Prince? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. And so at the end, he, he throws his guitar straight up in the air. and it, as, Really? People are still like, well, where did it? He must have had someone up there. But like, there's still, you know, that was his. I thing. never saw that. I gotta watch that. it, and then people have broken it down by frame. They're just like, what, where, you know? And he's like, already just walks away. He's already, you know, <laughs> he's strutting away. And they're like, so he literally had someone up in the, sure, you know, just like I'm gonna, I'm gonna make Tom Petty wish he was never born. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I yeah. Just throw my guitar in the air, and if I say. No gravity. There'll be no gravity. Right. You know, like, it won't dare fall. I'm Prince. Yeah, and probably a year later, he'll be like, fall. And it'll, <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway.
1: No, I never I never saw the end of that. It,
0: no one did. Because he just, he threw it, and it never came down. All right, we got to go. All right. All right. That, this was fine. This was good. Yeah, this see, was fine. See, I enjoyed this. See, now next time, I wouldn't have to drag you. Now you see how much fun it is. Yeah. You know? We don't
1: have to. Just right. like going to the dentist. Oh,
0: don't even. All right. <laughs> All right. John, you ready? Yeah. Say okay. yeah. All right. John Packlin Podcast. Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance. Beautiful downtown Portland, Connecticut. Come over to Bridge. Go over to one satellite. Start looking left. Like and subscribe. Hit the bell. Get an alert. Listen. Dave will tell you how to have your own podcast. Uh, if you want to be on the show with me, just reach out. Ed Masanti was here again. We saw him this time. We didn't just hear him. We saw him. All right. See you later, kids. Good night. Ed, good night. That is all.